Hello, you're listening to the Business Butler Podcast, where we serve you tasty business solutions in bite-sized morsels on a silver platter. And now here's your host, Clayton C. Butler. Greetings and salutations. Clayton C. Butler here, your business butler that serves all your creative business solutions on a silver platter. And it is April the 24th, 2020. Got some breaking news today that's going to affect you if you're considering using or if you're already using Google Ads for your business. It's probably going to be a rather short one today, but I don't want to give too much of my opinion. I mainly want to let you know what's coming down the pike so you won't be blindsided. Search Engine Journal just released the article titled Google Ads to Require Identity Verification. Now, this article was just posted yesterday on April 23rd, 2020. And it says Google announced today that they will be requiring documentation of user identity and geographic location for advertisers. The new policy is tied to their 2018 policy update requiring identification verification for political advertisements. So whereas ID verification was previously only required if you were running political ads, they are now starting to roll out identity verification for anyone that's using the platform. So if you're using Google ads, if you're using search engine ads, if you're using display ads, if you're using YouTube ads, here's what you're probably going to have to submit. What's listed in the articles, personal identification methods, which I'm assuming is your driver's license or driver's license number, business incorporation documents, possibly your articles of incorporation, maybe even your EIN number, and possibly other items to verify who you are if you're using the platform. You also have to let them know your operating geography, which is interesting because a lot of people who are small business owners and entrepreneurs that have small online businesses and running ads, many of them are into what's called lifestyle businesses, and they don't all live in the United States. They live in in Puerto Rico, Jamaica. You know, they'll go off to the beach, Costa Rica, whatever. They'll go off to the beach and run online companies. So they're going to have to prove where their location is. So if they're not in the United States and they're operating out of the United States, they're going to have to verify that. Now, that may or may not affect how people react to those ads. That'll be interesting to see that. Google said that they're going to start in the United States and they're going to roll this verification program out globally. It's going to apply to search. It's going to apply to display and it's going to apply to YouTube. Google also noted that they believe that it'll take a few years to actually complete the verification requirement for the entire ad ecosystem. So it's not going to be an overnight thing. But certain industries, they say, are going to be prioritized as they phase the rollouts in. And you'll be notified accordingly. According to the article, they're going to let you know in 30 days before notification is required. 
So you got a 30-day window to submit your verification upon receiving your notice when it is required. Once submitted, it takes about three to five days for Google to verify. So at some point, it might take longer to actually get verified if you actually want to run ads and stuff like that for your business. Failure to submit the information within 30 days will result in your ads being stopped. So they're just going to stop running your ads if you're already running them. What they're going to do is they're going to start being more quote unquote transparent to users on the platform. Now, Facebook's already been doing this. They started, um, I guess last year or year before they started doing transparency with the ads. So you could click an information button when you see an ad to s- or when you're on a particular Facebook page to see all the ads that they're running. So I see that Google's kind of following suit with that, wanting to be more transparent with their users. It says that disclosures will show the trademarked legal name of the advertiser. So if you have a legal, uh, if you have a trademark, it'll show that, or it'll be the legal name of the advertiser and not the entity who is necessarily managing the ads. So that's a good thing. If you're a company like me that manages ads for other people, if you're an ad manager and you have clients, then you don't have to put your personal information. If you're running somebody else's ads, it'll be their information that you're running on behalf. So this, according to the article, it says this means agencies who run ads on behalf of a client will not be required to verify. However, A Google rep stated agencies and Google partners will be able to submit on behalf of their clients. So if you're running ads for your clients, you can submit their documentation for them. So that kind of lets some people off the hook a little bit. If you're an agency, uh, you're not on the hook for other people's ads, which is great. So what kind of changes and user experience are we going to see once all this stuff takes place? We're going to start seeing disclosures on ads about who's running the ads. That's number one. Also, the uh, article said that there is going to be a little identification button that says why this ad, the information is going to appear below a why this ad option. So the information is going to include the advertiser name, the country location, and a toggle option to stop receiving ads from the person running the ad. That's uh, one of the things that I find a little bit interesting is you can turn it off, turn off ads by advertiser. In display, the information will be available via ad choices icon or the little X that appears on the banner in, in YouTube. The information is going to be available by clicking the I, the little letter I icon, or the little three-dot icon that appears on every ad. So why are they doing this? According to this article, it says that uh, they're continuing strides toward advertising transparency. And they're attempting to, quote, provide greater transparency and equip users with the information about who is advertising to them, end quote, according to the announcement from Jack Canfield, Director of Product Management and Ads Integrity. 
He says, this change will make it easier for people to understand who the advertiser is behind the ads that they see from Google and help them make more informed decisions when using our advertising controls. It will also help support the health of the digital advertising ecosystem by detecting bad actors and limiting their attempts to misrepresent themselves. And I do think that's a good thing. But the reception of this and the industry reaction has been a mixed one. I have mixed feelings myself. It does it does raise some concerns and some possible red flags for me. And I'll get into those in a minute. But across the industry, people are saying that, uh, you know, especially if they're using paid search ads or Google ads or YouTube ads, concerns have been raised about how small the little button is that's required to view the information and how close it is to the headline. Well, people are afraid now that um, the little information box about who's submitting the ad is so close to the headline that you may start getting accidental ad clicks. And if you know about uh, advertising on Google or paid advertising, you're paying per click. So false clicks can start to add up some, uh, some dough if they're frequent. Some advertisers are happy to see the change, noting that the security aspect of all this stuff is going to keep out illegitimate advertisers. And that's what my wife said when I told her about this. I, you know, instantly I, I jumped to a conspiracy theory conclusion and I'm not a conspiracy theorist by, by any stretch, but I always see things from that perspective generally. But Christina says that, uh, she said that's, that's excellent. That's great because she's run across so many scam ads that she thinks it's a good step toward eliminating the riffraff. And I am inclined to agree with her on that. I've run across some bad, illegitimate advertisements before too, and have heard of other people that have fallen victim to them. So I think that is a good thing, cracking down on that. On the other hand, and this is all I'm going to say about it, is Google is one of the largest collectors of data on the planet. And this is just even more data that we have to submit to be able to use their service. So there's that. Either way, hopefully, it's going to help the online landscape and the advertising landscape. So are you advertising on any of Google's platforms currently? Search, display, YouTube. How do you feel about the changes? And if you're not already leveraging online advertising to grow your business and you think you might like some help with the advertising, marketing, or promotional items, maybe crafting your ads, maybe running the campaigns, or other creative business solutions to help your business grow, just call 1 833 3 Butler. Again, that's 1 833 three Butler. This is Clayton C. Butler, your business Butler that serves all your creative business solutions on a silver platter. As always, have a great one. Thank you for listening to the business Butler podcast. To learn more about Clayton, visit ClaytonCButler.com. Need help growing your business? Then reach out to the Butler Productions team at 1-833-3-BUTLER or go to ButlerHelpMe.com. The Butler Productions Podcast is property of Butler Productions, LLC. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.